Pablo Spedavino, Thomas Pipolo, and Ryan Aquino. Ladies, gents, people of all ages, this is an exciting episode. Very exciting. It's giveaway time. It's Christmas in September, week two. We got exciting stuff for you. Very exciting stuff. Let's start off with week two. You want to do that, Pip? Yeah, where are we going first? Where are we? Let's, let's start just, off let's with just... the snooze fest that was Thursday Night Football again. Screw it. Bucks, Panthers. If you had listened in the last episode, I last minute changed my pick to the Panthers. That was a bad decision. They looked awful. I don't think Cam Newton is physically capable of throwing a football more than 30. Actually, actually threw 51 times on Thursday, but I'm saying I don't think he's able to complete more than half of his passes. He's well, awful. Here, here's the thing. When I looked, when I watched that game, I honestly thought I said it in the group, our group uh, chat that I just don't think he's healthy. He looks like he was hobbling. He looked like he was hobbling around. He when they had him uh, walking into the locker room at halftime, I was like, this guy's limping. He's not healthy. His ankle is not fully healthy. I agree with you. I think he's going to retire after next year. The poor guy. I mean, there. It's another one of those examples where they just have not provided him. I mean, he plays a physical brand of the position, a style that really is not beneficial for his health, but they have not provided the best offensive line for him. In addition, I just don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't see his body holding up. I just don't think he's healthy. I don't know. I He does have the ability to, to still when be fully healthy, good. yes, but he's 31 years old, a prime, you know, prime evidence that he's not healthy is he ran the ball two times for zero yards on Thursday. That's not his fault. He's not healthy. Like That's just, just what it is. And, na- and now about his skill level, his talent level. He's not healthy. It, the skill level the guy's there. He's playing hurt. He's playing hurt, and when you force Cam Newton to be a pocket passer, he's awful. He can't do it. The whole point about Cam Newton destroying defenses is that you don't know whether he's going to run over the linebackers or throw for a 50-yard exactly. bomb. Exactly, and when they had fourth and one on the two-yard line, what was it, the two-yard line, literally, two or three-yard line. They did a, a fake sweep get first cute of all, pay, play with Christian first of all, McCaffrey. That, that play was so poorly executed. I saw that coming from a mile away. I know I played football, but it took way too long for them to snap the ball when Cam Newton was lined up like in the slot on the right side of the line. It took way too long. Did 100%. you see that too? Yeah, he was he was like everyone who knew football knew that that was a Philly special coming or the fake Philly special coming because he was like Basically asking the fucking tight end what his mother had for dinner <laughs> yeah, last really, night. He was right in the tight end's ass. It was ridiculous. It, wasn't, it didn't even look like he was audible. Or it was not It was a piss-poor acting job. It was you. really bad acting. Bad future for him in Hollywood but, but, come, after this. Come on. The guy can't get a... a forget like a, a, a QB power out of the shotgun or anything. Fucking QB sneak it up the middle. They had a couple yards to go. I wouldn't have ran a sneak, but I sure as shit wouldn't You wouldn't have ran a sneak? A six foot five? What is he, 270 pounds? Can't get one. I would have ran a play. Sticking his damn arm just right over the line. Didn't work the whole game. So I don't think it would have worked there, and especially in the line. I'm putting the ball in a six foot five guy instead of Christian. Yeah, there's plenty of six foot five guys on the defense, and they're 300 pounds. So I I don't know. I'm a big fan of play action passes with less than 10 yards to go to the goal line. I'm a big fan of that. The other side, the other team, Tampa Bay. Bruce Arians, I I was I was big on the Bucks this year. Honestly, I thought Jameis Winston was gonna have a bounce back year with Bruce Arians coming in, kind of the quarterback whisperer. They just really haven't found their way yet offensively. And uh, honestly, Jameis Winston still thinks he's in college. He still thinks he could run around, escape every guy that's trying to tackle him, and throw a fifty yard bomb down the field. First of all, he's not as fast as he was back then. Second of all, 
if you haven't if you haven't checked or found out, Jameis, the NFL players are way faster and stronger than they were at FSU. And mo- third of all, most importantly, his fucking release is horrible. It's so slow and inefficient. I just don't know how Bruce Arians hasn't fixed it already. I don't. I don't understand it. The one thing he's definitely fixed for the the Bucks so far this season is their defense. Their defense was piss poor last year. It was awful, and they looked great in the in the first couple games. I mean, they played the 49ers week one. They gave up 31 points. Like you know, it looks bad, but two of those were pick sixes. So that I mean, that's a pretty good job by their defense. And then they play great in Carolina in primetime football. I, I think that they might be a good defense now. Yeah, the defense looks pretty solid, but offensively, the only way that this is going to get better is that if they stretch, if they throw the ball down the field. I don't know why they don't include Mike Evans. Yeah, more. what are they doing not including Mike Evans? Godwin's more? great; they're using him perfectly. But throw the ball in order down the field. For, exactly. In they're, order for that offense to be awesome, they need to use both wide. They started receivers. to establish the run. Honestly, Peyton Barber looked pretty good. They're running the ball a lot, and I think that I think it's just that because they help. want to take the ball out of. Um, Winston's hands, but that is that more, is going to help Winston uh, if they if they could keep running the ball well. He's look, he's going to find. I think he's going to find it. Honestly, I think Bruce Arians is going to fix that. I agree. Situation. You know who the new Cam Newton is though? Who? Josh Allen. Oh Jesus! Josh Allen time, baby. It's Bill's you mafia to get, you season. You want to get into the Giants this early? I'm done with the Giants. Like I like I know that the past would know, show me I'm a bad fan because oh, in their Super Bowl year in 2007, they went what. 0-3 to start, so they're even better than that to start their 0-2, and in in the past, they've turned it around, had great seasons, not this year. Not fucking happening. Well, they're I, awful this I agree, year. But I'm I just, done with them. I'm a full-on Bills fan for the year. Josh Allen's the GOAT. He's a younger Cam Newton. He's a stud. He's got a cannon. He can run the ball. He's awesome. Told you that the Bills were going to smack the Giants, and that's exactly what happened. Okay, Bills 28, we, Giants 14. Did we need to talk about this right now? I'm going to be pissed off for the rest of the episode. I have... It's the first one o'clock game. Might so as well get into it. So many thoughts. Let's just let's keep it to a minimum. Let's keep nah, it to a, three be, more minutes. It's not gonna be a minimum. But oh, we have God. a call from Tony from Brooklyn. Our weekly call in about the Giants. Here's Tony know. from Brooklyn. This is Tony from Brooklyn, calling and commenting on yesterday's fiasco of a game by the New York Giants. I can't believe what I saw. You know, there have been defenses over the years that had names like the Steel Curtain, for one, that comes to mind. The only thing I could think of with the Giants is it's a grab bag defense. No one knows their assignments. The Buffalo receivers were open by 20 yards. What's going on here? What is going on here? What kind of coaching? It looks like a defense is so in disarray. It's a grab bag defense. I've had enough already. Two weeks into the season, 0-2. It's going to be a long winter. Tony Brooklyn signing off. As if Pip and I weren't enough to talk about the Giants' weekly woes, it seems as if we're going to have Tony from Brooklyn calling in on the weekly and giving us just some more input on how to be depressed about the Giants. Great content right there. Great content. Um, I'm very upset when he talks about the Giants because I don't want to kind of just bury – I want to bury all that stuff down my – you know, disappointment for the Giants right now. It's a disappointing season. It's going to be awful. I kind of just want to leave it at that. But since we got to respond to Tony and Brooklyn's woes about the Giants every week, I will do this. I agree with you. The defense sucks. No one knows their assignments. Cole Beasley was wide open by about 40 yards on that pass for 50 plus yards. It's awful. I don't want to watch it. I don't even. Wa- I don't even care about the Giants this year. They're done. Okay, look, my blood is boiling. My blood is absolutely boiling right now. I'm going to keep this as short as possible. But I got a little rant to go on. If 
as if yesterday was not bad enough, today, Pat Shermer, he's worse than Ben McAdoo right now, okay? He is way worse than Ben McAdoo in my books. Pat Shermer comes out today and brings up Eli Manning, okay? Yes, I know I like Eli Manning, but if you, you fucking, fucking if you fucking think, if you think that Eli Manning is the biggest problem that this team has, you are blind and know nothing about football. You know nothing about football. Pat Shermer today came out and said, basically, yeah, we we're gonna take a look at the quarterback position. We don't know if Eli's gonna start next week. Daniel Jones may be coming in. Yada yada yada. It's clear. It's clear to me that Pat Shermer, who is piss piss poor at his job, sorry for spitting you in the face, Ryan. <laughs> piss poor at his job is using Eli Manning as a scapegoat. It's clear. It's absolutely clear. Daniel Jones cannot run routes. Daniel Jones cannot cover the other team's wide receivers. Daniel Jones can't call the plays. Daniel Jones doesn't decide to give the ball to fucking the best player in football 15 times. Only. That's what I gotta say. I actually agree with you. I think I think that it's an easy way to say that's the reason we lost. Like, we're, we gotta show the fans that we're making an effort to win next week, so we'll change the quarterback. I, I really do think at this point... We may disagree on this. I think that at this point with this team, Daniel Jones might have a better chance of winning football games for them, but it's not the, the only change that needs to be made. The change that needs to be made is your defenders need to know where they should be on defense. That's pretty important. I'm the biggest Giants fan you'll ever meet. I'm saying start Dan. If you're going to do it, fucking do it. Stop talking about it. Stop making it a bigger distraction than, than it has to be. He's using it as a scapegoat because he knows he's doing a shit-ass job as a co- as a coach. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. That's my take. I hear you. And then, uh, you know, because we we got to move on from this because I don't want to start crying on air. Just being by the way, when stuff. I when the Giants lose or something, I can't watch. I haven't. Wa- I can't watch Sports Center for like three or four days. So I guess that's the that's the way with you with any Giants loss. That's the way I am. Like the last time I seriously did that was when the Yankees lost in the ALCS <laughs> or la- oh. no last year when they lost the Red Sox. Baseball didn't exist for me for two weeks after that. I'm like, okay, this is done. The Red Sox won the World Series. It's okay. Yeah. And then I started paying attention once free agency came. That's apparently Pip with every single Giants loss, but we'll take that as it is. Next game we have to talk about this Cardinals at Ravens. Um, we told you the Cardinals were going to cover. We, we told you Kyler Murray's a second-half quarterback, which he is. But Lamar Jackson looks fucking good. And I know it's two bad teams that he's played so far, but you can't get much better than he's done in the first two no, weeks. I- I'm not discrediting anything that the guy's done. We already got... Shout out Brandon Nashelski. Brandon Nashelski. This kid, Ravens fan. He loves the Ravens. Bleeds purple. Bleeds purple and gold. He's already saying that they got in the bag. Yada, yada, yada. They've played the Cardinals. And they've played... Let's, set, let's settle down. They let's played, settle down. They two, played two bottom five teams in football. Bottom five teams. Come on. Okay? Yes, they look good. Yes, they have a lot of weapons. Marquise Brown looks unbelievable. Marquise Hollywood Brown. They got Mark Andrews. They're running two tight end sets. They don't know what what they're what John Harbaugh has done a great job. They he's a great are disca- coach. he's a great coach. He transforms the offense, his defense, whatever, to the personnel that they have, and that is the tell all sign of a great coach. Period. End of story. They're running two tight end sets. They're disguising whether or not they're going to run. If the, if you can, they're using Mark Ingram if very you can, well. Yeah. If you can, if you have two tight ends, and you have a great running game. With Lamar Jackson and Mark is Mark Ingram hurt? 
No, he's fine. He came back in after that. Yeah. If you have a great running game and you could use two tight ends and their threats to catch the ball down the field, man, is that deadly. That is a recipe for a good offense. However, they've done it against two bad teams. So their first test is this week. Is this week when they play the Kansas showdown. City Chiefs. Absolute showdown. I think the, we'll talk about that Take in our next over. episode. Take the over. But I think the Chiefs are going to annihilate them. I think they're going to put them in the dirt. I agree. And, and put them in their place. But either way. But, but but my pick for offensive rookie of the year, Kyler Murray. He's doing well. Again. He's doing great. He, uh, what did he have? I got it here. He had 349 passing yards, which made him the f- second player ever to throw for 300 plus yards in his first two games. Pretty interesting stat there. This guy's unflappable. I'm sorry. He's unflappable. He doesn't have the best team around him, and he's still getting, getting he the job so done. He looks so fucking short out there. It's he's, crazy. He is. What is I he? know. Like, he was listed at 5'10 at the combine. He's five. He's, I think he was on stilts. Fi- yeah, he's got to be 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, he's so fucking short, and his helmet well, looks huge. To, yeah. it, it looks like he's playing for the little giants out there. Hey. The, the movie, hey. not the not the New York Giants. Hey. <laughs> I'm saying his, his head looks huge because he's like... A 14-year-old body with just a normal NFL-sized helmet. Anyways. Are the Ravens for real, though? Like, do I don't think- believe so. I, I, we'll find out next week. Yeah. Next game we got is the 40, 49ers cocksmacked the Bengals. This was a Schwanz show. This was awful. And I fucking called it. The 49ers are actually a decent football team. They're in a very tough division, so we'll see how the season plays out for them. But they've played pretty fucking well so far for the first two games of the season. They smacked the Bengals. The Bengals aren't for real. You can put those theories to bed after they had a very close game against the, the Seahawks in week one. They're done. 49ers could be for real. I don't know. I was pretty disappointed in Andy Dalton this week. I thought my my guy, the redhead, the red rocket, was going to have a decent He's week. He's your guy? Against. You like Andy Dalton? I, I just I, I think people discount him too much. I don't know. I think you give him a good team and he'll win games for you. Yeah, he's a solid quarterback. I just yeah, he's just got a bad team, so he's not gonna he's got do a bad shit. Team. He's got a bad team. Next, the fucking Vegas trap game of the goddamn century. Chargers losing to the Lions in Detroit. They lost thirteen to ten. The spread was minus two and a half Chargers when everyone thought going into it it was gonna at least be six and a half. I don't get what Vegas knows. I I and it's not even I won this bet. I th- I knew this was gonna happen. I Picked last episode that the Chargers were going to lose this game or lose the spread for that matter. I don't get how they know this. I surrender myself to Vegas. Yeah, I mean they're the know all, be all, end all, know all. They're they fucking know wizards. They're they know wizards. they know everything. I don't fucking get it. They know it. They know everything. But both defenses are, even with the Chargers not having Derwin James, they both defenses great. look good. They did. The Lions' defense looks pretty formidable. I don't understand how that how that Lions' offense isn't a little bit better than. They've been they got pieces. They They've got, got a lot of weapons. They got Kenny Galladay. They got Carryon Johnson. Matt Stafford's an underrated quarterback. So underrated. And they He's got Hawkinson. The they got years. Marvin Jones as a deep threat. I think they have a good team. The question is, can they put it all together uh, with their defense and offense, along with their special teams, and all in the same games? Uh, they are technically still undefeated, though. One zero and one. So <laughs> it's not a bad start. Next game we got Vikings at Packers. This was an interesting game. Division games are always very fun to watch, especially when they're two good teams. The Packers were absolutely fucking annihilating them in the first half. And then they didn't score a point for the rest of the game. Yeah. The Vikings came back, and 
I really think the X factor in the game was Kirk Cousins. It, he had countless amount of opportunities to put them back in the game, even take the lead, and he threw that god awful interception to the back corner of the end zone. He that did that he had not a first down. Did that not look like it was fourth and goal? Like like a, just a hail mary? Like we gotta get a what, touchdown? What was it was that? first and fucking goal, and he just off his back foot chucked it in the corner of the end zone and got picked. He's a veteran quarterback. He cannot be making that kind of play. He can't. He doesn't play well in big games. Can we talk about this? Game. One of my roommates at school right now. Shout out Dawson Degnan. Or I forgot his last. Name. I think it's Deegan. Jesus Degan. Christ, sounds like Sorry, a good Dawson. friend. Yeah. Hey, we're getting we're getting to know each other. He's from Minnesota. He's a big Vikings fan. Oh, we're Minnesota, eh? Minnesota. He actually doesn't have that strong of an accent. <laughs> but he's a big Vikings fan, and he's saying we were watching the game. He's like, "I'm so fucking pissed that the Vikings didn't sign Case Keenum back." Think about it. They they let Case Keenum go, and they overpaid. They're paying out Kirk the ass for Kirk Cousins. He can't a win a big game. He can't win a big game. Also, he didn't he. Case Keenum took them to the AFC Championship. He did. NFC. You always fucking NFC, get that I wrong. Get Jesus that. I'm Christ. Sorry, I'm sorry. But Kirk Cousins getting paid $30 million to, in week one, complete less than 10 passes. I think he went eight for 10 or eight, right? Yeah. Then week two, he throws a ball off his back foot, gets picked with five minutes left on first and goal, like it was the last play of the game. Like it was a Hail Mary. I don't know why anyone would pay $30 million to a quarterback like that, but that's... That's their decision, know. not mine. Next game. Wait, wait, wait. The, the Packers' offense, though, did bounce back. They they, looked, they established the run game. That's what yeah. you got to do Aaron for a Jones, team like the Aaron Packers. Aaron Jones looked great. 23 for phenomenal. 116 and a touchdown. You had Devontae Adams going off 7 for 106. Geronimo Allison back of the end zone Allison touchdown. Back. Look, that offense is going to only get better. I see big things for the Packers coming in the future. They could, I could have been very wrong for them on this on my preseason pick. I had them at 7-9 and nine just because I didn't believe in them. Uh, based on the last couple of years, if Rogers stays healthy, they're if be he good. stays healthy, they, they have a good run di- run game. There's no reason they don't go 13 and three this year. Next game, we got Jags at Texans. Gardner Minshew looked fucking good. He looked good coming out of the plane too. Did you see that picture? I think I think he really again. So like first first game, I said at least another five completions and 60 yards from his mustache. In his pregame, was it his pregame interview? He had the American flag bandana on with the mustache. That lethal combo must have, in my calculations, again, added another 55 yards and another six completions. Might have. And here's my question. Doug Marone, love the Gastanias on you to go for two. (coughs) Shout out the Bronx. South Bronx guy. There we go. In Houston, going for two. I love it. Go for the win. You're down a point. Gardner Minshew's driving down the field, and you're going to hand it off to Leonard Fournette? Really? Really? He had done shit all game. And it was fourth and two? No, it was, it was it was going for it. It was two-point conversion, so oh. they're at the two-yard line. They hand it off to fucking Fournette, well, and he gets not, stuffed. Let's, let's not talk about that. He sucks. He looks like a let's fucking... He looks like Trent Richardson 2.0. To make a two-point conversion, let's not talk about that. Sensitive subject. State championship, 2014. It's a rough subject. <laughs> rough Anyways, subject. moving on. So... The Texans win that game 13-12, much closer than the spread had big, in the peg. Big game for them. Interesting news. Jalen Ramsey has requested a trade. Yeah, what, what is going on there? I am honestly surprised, but I completely get where he's coming from. He continues to ball the fuck out on defense. He's the reason their defense is what it is, and they can't do anything for him. If they had a quarterback in two, in two, two years ago, they would have possibly been in the Super Bowl. They completely wasted last year, and now this year, 
They have a backup quarterback who I love, but it's wasting the prime years of Jalen Ramsey's career, and I understand him I wanting can, to change I cannot scenes. believe I'm saying this, but the New York football giants Don't. have to trade Don't. Eli Manning to the Jaguars oh and start the Daniel God. Jones era. Why wouldn't the Jaguars? So what's take, the trade? Why what's the trade? The, why wouldn't the Jaguars take Eli Manning? You think that the, that Jalen Ramsey straight up for Eli Manning is good? No, trade? no, no, no. Okay. No, no. What am I? It's about I'm to a, walk off. I'm not a stunat. About to walk off. Okay. I'm not a stunat. You would have been the stunat of the day. Okay. Okay. I know I say ridiculous shit about the Giants. Okay, so you're I'm tossing not... in picks, first round picks, draft picks. Pick. No, no, it can't be. No, because they'd actually have a top five pick. Well, this was year, Dobbs traded? Dobbs was just traded for a fifth round pick this year. So I, I'm. I'm guessing if you're going to trade for your starting quarterback, give me maybe Janoris Jenkins pick. too. Janoris Jenkins and Eli and a, and a third round draft pick, maybe something like that. Yeah, why not? I hey, like that. that's a nice little. That's a nice little. Trade <sighs> that's right what I'm there. here for. That's what I'm here for. I could but be a GM. I, I, I decided happen. to do a podcast. It's good for both parties. I want to see Eli Manning win. Poor guy. Then we have the blowout that was, you know, pretty much just as bad as Week One in the Patriots beating. The Dolphins, 43 nothing. What is Ryan Fitzpatrick doing starting? Why is he starting? He's starting because he showed that he could win bu- games for the Bucks <laughs> early last season, so why not? Why couldn't why not? the same you thing have... happen twice? You well, know? Josh Rosen, I a formidable quarterback who people thought was going to be a, a pretty big star in the NFL to come one day. I think he's very good. Throw him out there. Get the guy some – I mean, the team is shit, but – let him get some reps. See if you what you got in him. Obviously, they don't think they have anything in him. They're trying to tank for whoever, Tagovailoa, Tag of whatever the fuck his name is. Hubert from Herbert Oregon. From Herbert Oregon, or, yeah. from Oregon. But the Patriots have won their last two games. They're, they've combined. Scored, combined. 76-3. Yeah. to 76-3. to three. This Our, could be the 2017 that everyone was looking at as maybe the greatest team ever. Fortunately, the Giants were there to put a halt to their undefeated season and win Super Bowl Forty Two. That's you know that's for another time. They're kicking ass this year. There's no reason they should stop anytime soon. Antonio Brown looked great. They just tried to keep him happy by giving him a ton of targets early in the game. He caught a touchdown pass. Good for him. He was looking really good. They should be lethal. Then the Dolphins on that same stat line are losing 102 to 10 in their first two games. Oh my gosh! So we thought. The two thousand. What season did the Browns? We've seen two defeated seasons where teams have gone zero and sixteen. Hugh Jackson, though. Hugh Jackson in Cleveland and the two thousand six or seven Lions. Yeah. So we've seen two. It's if happening. the Dolphins lose sixteen, which I think it's very possible that that this will happen, they'll go zero and sixteen. Giants are on that. Track they will too, be the worst honestly. team to do so. Giants are on that track. No, the Giants will win a game. The Giants will not win a game. I don't think. Giants are playing the Finns this year. They are? Yes. They're Holy playing the shit. Dolphins. Lock it in. Lock that win. in for the toilet bowl. Yes. Holy shit. But lock the Patriots into the AFC Championship. The AFC is not that. I can't wait to see a Chiefs-Patriots AFC Championship yeah. round two. I yeah. can't fucking wait. It's the AFC awesome. is not that strong. You get the Ravens fans out there going, ah, they're good. Next game we got is Seahawks at Steelers. Big Ben hurts. I think it's his UCL. He's out for the fucking year. I wish Angelo was on this goddamn podcast right now because he could feel some of the pain that we go through every day as a Giants fan. <laughs> to know that you're about to go in week three, you're 0-2, and the season's already shot in the foot. I'm going to 
I'm going to take a little different stance here. I don't know. I, I liked what I saw out of Mason Rudolph. Why wouldn't you like Mason Rudolph? Everyone's saying he can't do it. It's, no, it's, I, it's, a, it's a classic pick I don't guy. care what everybody says. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the film. I'm looking at the tape. And I, I like him. I think he looks pretty similar to Big Ben. I just... Uh, he was pretty poised down the stretch. He played pretty well. He you Against a really good Seattle defense. Yeah. Why can't he do it? are they better than the Ravens now? With Mason Rudolph starting, well, and I don't are they think better the Ra- than the Browns? To be quite honest, I don't know if the Ravens are that for real. That again, know. that's we talked about this earlier. We'll see when they actually play the Chiefs this this upcoming week how good they really are. But in the they meantime, haven't played they're a good playing defense. Uh, one, they're, they're, they haven't played a good defense. Let's see what they do against a good defense. And on the flip side of things, the Seahawks are now two and zero. Russell Wilson's just awesome. He's just an all-time quarterback. I think when he retires, yeah, we're just uh, going to be saying how fun this dude was. I love I love He's awesome. Okay, guys, I know I have some ridiculous takes. <laughs> but one thing I wa- I wa- I am right about a lot of things, but yes, I'm wrong about a lot of things. I put my Gaston Gastonias on the line, okay? You're wrong about a lot more things. I am a lot more, but however, back what year did Russell Wilson break into the league? I think it was what 2012. 2012. I remember everybody, all my friends, everybody in the media say Oh my gosh, Russell Wilson can't throw the ball more than 20 yards down the field, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. I was like, guys, this guy is a purebred, born winner, leader, thrower, athlete. This guy's he's one of the best in the game. He's top. Oh, shit. You're right about that, but, I mean, when you say Watch so many so- guys are going to be no, good, I, and then you no, hit on I don't a few say- of them, it means less. I, no, 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 okay? No. Yes. You go, no, no, no. I don't say everybody's going to be good. I didn't say Mason Rudolph's going to be a fucking Hall of Famer. I never said that, but you said that I Josh said Rosen Russell Wilson would win the Super Bowl that year. I don't remember that. I believe okay. you. I believe you. But, I but did, you, you know do everybody... say a lot of guys that are doubted coming into the league are going to be studs. Yes. So if it's someone who's, who picks 10 guys a year, and then one of them is Russell Wilson, that dims it down a little. That I don't waters pick 10 it down. guys a year. Okay. Give me some more examples later on in the, another day, and then we'll. we'll argue right, I didn't come prepared for a, but a watch, goddamn debate watch, on who. I was like. watching the, those highlights. Man, he made some beautiful throws. That, awesome. that throw to uh, DK Metcalf in the corner of the end zone was beautiful. Thing of beauty, absolute thing of beauty. Next game, we got Colts at Titans. Colts look good. They do. They stopped. Derrick Henry to like to a minute. I mean, he he could have ran them over, and he didn't. He had a touchdown. He had a good game. But still, I mean, I don't know how you can't think going into that game, we stopped Derrick Henry, we might be fine. And that's exactly what happened. Um, Derrick Henry had only, I mean, 81 yards. He had averaged over five yards a carry. But, again, he held, the, the Colts defense held Marcus Mariota only 154 passing yards. I don't th- I don't know why they don't give Tannehill a shot. You do I, I think Tannehill's better. I do. I really do. The Finns were a playoff team when Tannehill was playing. They're not. They're, for them. they're not trying to be that kind of like. They don't mind their quarterback throwing for 150 yards. They're trying to run the ball. Well, when you lose clock, and you have a, a like total a of 17 points, you might start to rethink that. That's what I'm saying. I don't think. I think if they did have a good quarterback. And Ryan Tannehill was sitting there as a pocket passer, throwing the ball really well, throwing for 254 yards a game, not 154 yards a game. They'd have a real chance to win that game. Yeah, I mean, why not? I don't know. Why not? Who gives a shit? Though? The it's, co- a, it's the AFC South. No one gives other, a fuck. Okay. Other huge new. Yeah, who really gives a shit? I mean, the Texans well, do, are good. The Texans are good, but like, 
I can't see them going more than a round into the playoffs. I, I don't see anyone from the AFC South really making any noise. They're, either way, any team that makes the playoffs from that division is going to run to the Patriots or the Chiefs, and they're going to lose. Other so huge injury news was Drew Brees breaking his thumb against the Rams in what should have been one of the best games of the week. Turned out to be an awful game to watch, to be quite honest. But, man, does that hurt the Saints. It does because my good luck of the week goes to Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know how you've managed to do it. I think you're a sorcerer. But you've somehow convinced people that you're a decent quarterback and he you're is. fucking awful. No, he's terrible. He is very, very, very bad. I don't see how they could be a serious, serious contender without Drew Brees. Again, We'll see how they do with him, and I think they really just got to run the ball with Alvin Kamara until Drew Brees gets back. But then, do you overwork Kamara too much where he shot for the he playoffs? He wasn't on the field a lot yesterday. Did you Teddy see Bridgewater you know was fucking bad. Are you talking about Kamara? Yeah, on the field? Kamara wasn't on the field as much as I would have liked to see him. He is on my fantasy team, but I noticed he wasn't on the field a lot. But the Rams look really good. People always doubt Goff for some reason. I don't know why. He's got his boy back, Cooper Cup. Yes, I'm wearing Cooper Cup jersey. He looks good. Cooper Cup looks good. Goff looks good. And man, does that defense look good? I think the additions of the the addition Clay of Matthews, Clay Matthews was Fowler huge on the edge. and Weddle. Holy cow! They look very. good. Then you good. got Donald up the middle. Obviously, that defense is scary good. Scary good. This really puts the Saints in trouble uh, for that, you know, contention of the NFC Championship. Um, well, they NFC do... South. I don't know if they're going to even make the playoffs now. My my pick. Well, the Sunday night game was. Uh, Falcons Eagles sticking in the NFC South, and man, the Falcons bounced back, bounced back, <laughs> they bounced back, huge, huge, huge bounce back game by the Falcons. Instead of going zero and two, they go one and one. Matt Ryan throws three interceptions. However, however, he makes a big, big play on fourth down in the fourth quarter. He audibles out of a play. He sees that they're in cover X, meaning they have no safeties on the field. He, he goes audible, audible, Omaha, Omaha, whips it out to Julio Jones. Julio Jones uses his legs and scores, what was it, 50-yard touchdown? It was over there. On a screen, on a screen. And also they said that Julio got up to over 20 miles an hour when he was he running like at top speed. He looked like a deer. He looked like a deer. Excelled. Julio's just so, another guy. So fucking fun to watch because he's just so much better than everyone around him. Better. He is. He's fucking awesome. Man, I always love game. seeing the Eagles lose. That was awesome. That might be. That might wind up being the play of the year for the Falcons. You have you have the down Panthers team. You have a banged up New Orleans Saints. This is the Falcons' division to win. It's the Falcons' division to win. One could argue. What's your argument? I mean, you think the Saints are going to win it? Drew Brees is not out for the year. He's out six games. So yeah, I do think that really hurts them. But if they can go three and three in the games that he misses, they're gonna be in line for for the divisional championship. I don't see the Falcons being that much over five hundred where they're coasting for winning the NFC South. I see it being a real show and a real contention for that divisional spot. I think that when Drew Brees comes back, if they go three and three without him and they're four and four total. They're in a good spot to win the NFC South. We shall see. Next game we have is Cowboys at Redskins. This was pretty simple. The Redskins Cowboys the destroyed them. Best first half team. That they were fucking really good in the first half, actually. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. I think that might be a new trend going forward. Look 
towards betting skins first half. I'm assuming they're going to be a do the dogs in most games. Just take the points, see how it goes. This really, there's not much to talk about. The Cowboys looked awesome. We all know they were going to win by 10-plus points. They won 31-21. They did awesome. Dak Prescott, man, he's a leader. He's a good player. He looked good. Chiefs at Raiders. Patrick Mahomes is just fucking better than everyone else. He is. He, is. he had over 300 he's yards. He had over he's 300 yards and 400, uh, no, 300 yards and four passing touchdowns in the first half. For his last five throws in the second quarter, two of them were touchdowns. All five of them were over 27-yard completions, and he was five for five. But they didn't score in the second half. I think it, I don't they, think they scored in the second half. I don't know if you, did you watch that game? Yeah. It's a, it's well, okay if you didn't. It's I did okay watch, if you didn't. I watched the first quarter. I was and then the game was over for you, so no, you turned it and off. Then right? I took a nap. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Fell asleep. Wouldn't put it past you. I was watching for fantasy value because I got Mahomes in multiple leagues. They just didn't give a shit in the second half. I shit you not. Patrick Mahomes could have thrown for 600 yards and eight touchdowns in that game if he really wanted to. They ran the ball a lot. They ran a lot of screens. He had less than two. I think he had less than a hundred yards passing in the in the second half, just because they were doing screens, handoffs, and really just eating up the clock so they could coast towards a victory. I don't even think there was ten points scored in the second half. No. Were there any points scored in I the second half? I don't think so. I don't believe so. I was pumped. I thought I thought the Raiders were coming out firing. I thought Gruden was going to have them. They were absolutely <laughs> zero points scored in the second half by both teams. That's crazy. So that, if anything, shows you that their defense is for real. They completely shut down the Raiders. They put up 10 points in the early part of the game, going up 10 nothing. They didn't score for the rest of the game. That Chiefs D looked awesome. And not to mention, it was in Oakland. So that's good news for the Chiefs. Uh, and lastly, we have the Bears at the Broncos. This was a fucking defensive show. This was a great game. Partially because both offenses fucking blow. Horrible. And Joe Flacco sucks. Mitch Trubisky. Like, imagine... Don't just let a, Joe Flacco get in the playoffs. I'm probably going to say this 15 times throughout this podcast every single year until Mitch Trubisky retires, and then probably more so after it. But imagine trading up in a draft to take Mitch Trubisky over at fucking Patrick Mahomes. Imagine being that guy. Holy shit. He sucks. <laughs> Fucking week one, they threw the ball 45 times with him, didn't score a touchdown, had a fucking field goal in the first quarter, and didn't score for the rest of the game. Now Nagy decides, let's run the ball 100 fucking times. That didn't work either. They have absolutely no plan on the offensive side of things. They depend on their defense way guru. too much. Exactly. He looked awful last in the first two weeks with play calling they have no idea what the fuck to do because mitch trubisky sucks positive side they do have a kicker though they do that was an eddie pinheiro i believe it was hit that 50 plus yarder to win the game with one second left eddie. that was fucking awesome what a great cap to the game mm -hmm. fuck the broncos just don't, you know don't let joe flacco get in the playoffs though he's the all right we say the same about eli I he's mean, the best Jesus. playoff quarterback of all time he had one really great year Look up that run. That no, I know, I know, it's and crazy. it was awesome. He it was out of his mind. He yeah. made himself some coin. He did. Um, so this is actually right before uh, the game that's about to kick off in less than an hour. That is the Browns at the Jets, and I think we touched upon this last week, but Sam Darnold is out indefinitely with mono. The Browns he's are gonna probably going to take I think game. he's going to be out for a while. Like, it could be. I had Mono freshman year of college, and if you, the way I can describe it is basically walking up the stairs <laughs> like a fucking workout. But it's not just that. Unbelievably it's, That's horrible. But tiring. 
not just that your spleen enlarges and you can't a contact sport like it's like he's football. playing in the NFL. If he gets hit by a three hundred pound lineman, no, he he's he might be out for the rest of the year. Honestly, he's very he very. I don't know about like, the rest of the year. But he li- he likely can be out the rest of the year. It's he, very possible. One thing he has to focus on is not losing a ton of weight because it's very easy losing weight. You you have no appetite. You can but barely forget about that. Breathe. He has the best nutritionist, trainers, and all that stuff. That stuff will be fine. He cannot take a hit to that area. Yeah. You die. He could die. You rupture your spleen. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to pretend to confirm that. I don't fucking know. All I know is it sucks having mono. I had it myself. It's awful. I can't even imagine playing a game in the NFL outside of being a punter where you don't get touched or a kicker where you don't get touched. I think the Browns have got this game. This is an easy bounce back win for for Trevor Trevor Simeon would be the guy. I think he's rocking a mullet. He is, he is rocking a mullet, yeah. Watch it. He is cool Joe, too. So that's, a, that's I about be surprised. Five, five to six points added on to the Jets' Look, total I think score the Browns. The I think the Browns are going to win this game and win pretty easily, but I would not be surprised. There's a cop out here, but I would not be surprised to see Trevor Simeon just light it up tonight for some reason. No, I nor, would so. I, nor would I not mind. I do not like the Browns. I've We've all known this. Wait, wait. We do, want, do we want to go to the Stunat of the Week before, before we do the giveaway? Let's do the Stunat of the Week. Want to go Stunat of the Week? Let's go Stunat of the Week. Okay, the Stunat of the Week, Stunat of the Day, is LeVar Ball. I saw this. LeVar Ball, a big baller brand. Did You You saw the video where he's yelling at him, right? Yes, yes, yes. Well, we have to post that video. So we that will. People... We will. It's too long to play it on the podcast. It's fucking sad. Like, Lonzo it... just looks scared of him. So He does. In a video that came out today, they were discussing big baller brand with Lonzo and... A bunch of other people, I guess, that help run the business. And as they were discussing and declining, I guess they're struggling. They have declining sales. Public sentiment about the company is not great. They were just kind of having a normal business meeting. Lonzo Ball was trying to give his two cents. At the end of the day, he is one of the reasons why LeVar Ball has a company. Right? I mean... Without a company, without Lonzo Ball. You can talk your son up as much as you want, but talent speaks for itself. That's a big reason why their brand was so successful is because Lonzo was a stud. Yeah. So while this meeting is going on, LeVar Ball is trying to give his two cents. No, uh, Lonzo is trying to give his two cents about the company, saying how he thinks they should change the name possibly, yada, yada, yada. And this is quote, unquote, word for word what LeVar Ball said. When I come out with the name and somebody asks me to change it, that's like people saying change Lonzo's Lonzo's name to Alfonso on the fact that he's been damaged good goods for the past two years. Repeat, he's been damaged goods for the past two years. That is his father. Yes, I respect the guy for being in his son's life. I respect it. However, there is no other way to put it. The guy is an asshole. He is. The guy's an asshole. Did you see Le- Did you see Lonzo in this? He was fucking scared. He looks like he was going to cry. You know, what, you know what a telltale sign is that you're very scared to voice your opinion? You keep on saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And he kept saying that after every single bit of two cents he put in. I'm a big advocate, you know, that all publicity is good publicity. Which, he is a master marketer. At the end of the day, this got out. We're talking about it. Other which could be our demise for Made in Brand, but go on. When it comes to ridiculing your son... And not even giving him a voice. That's where you lose me. That's where you lose me. Without Lonzo, what is LeVar? Facts. What is LeVar? He doesn't have big ball over. What is LeVar? Have some damn respect for your kids. And if you don't see them as your kids, and rather just business par- partners, 
How about you understand that your brand is nothing without him? So I'd say he has at least a right to speak in a damn business meeting. That's my rant. Sunat of the day, LeVar Ball. I'm with it. Usually I'm completely against your Sunat of the day, and it's usually Giants related. I'm sure Angelo would have something to say about that, but... Well, Angelo's, Angelo owns a big baller brand shirt, so I'm sure he would have been against you in some capacity. But now... Let's whip out the hats. It's giveaway time. Oh, oh, oh. To the exciting part of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are giving away maiden brand hats. Yep. Black. Wait, we are actually show, show. using... I can't, I can't flip it because it has the thing. That... Okay. We are showing the maiden brand hats yeah. that will be given away. Wait, we got two more over here. As two separate prizes. We got that hat. Two more. And then, as you're seeing this jersey right here, compliments of yeah, right Thomas Pippolo. Yep. Yep, because yep. I won the bet last year of who came in a better spot in fantasy football. You're welcome. Three jerseys will be given away. Two separate maiden hat deliveries will be given as two separate prizes. We will have a gift card to any game slash concert tickets that you may choose. And the last prize is Mets Fieldside tickets. Are we ready for the raffle? Wait, wait, wait. We gotta we gotta discuss we gotta discuss the AirPods situation. We didn't meet the quota. We told you guys meet the quota. We didn't meet the quota. We will still dangle the carrot and hold it for a later we have prize AirPods. to be won. We, we have, have AirPods. Well, they're sitting. They're sitting in Thomas's room. We will give them away once you guys meet that. It was criteria. contingent. It was contingent on something. We didn't meet it. We are very grateful. We still have great fucking. We're prizes. adding two more prizes. We're, We're adding go. three more prizes. Here we go. Oh shoot! Four Drum made roll, in brand number one. Number one. Here we go. Tim Bechtold. Timmy, you're getting two hats, buddy. There we He's go. My roommate at LIU. That's number one. Put That's it on the side. Seems sketchy, but I swear. Yeah, all set. Hey, up. show me, show me, show me, uh, show me. You hey, want me to pick? Yeah, you got it, you got it. We got Joey Bianchini. Hey, Joey, Joey Bianchini. Hey, you're coming home with maiden stuff. That's my cousin. <laughs> Number three. This like is a, for the first jersey in the prize. It seems like a rigged contest thus far. I mean, it's all fucking people we know. And Jesus, we got Ryan Morningstar. Ryan Morningstar, you've just won a jersey. <laughs> I wonder what jersey he's going to choose. I hope he chooses Daniel Jones. You pick. Jersey, jersey number, number two. two. This video is going to be hilarious. No one's on this fucking what piece. Is... No one's it's on... an empty fucking piece. Jesus. Oh, man. Kyle Cashman. You're coming home with a jersey, eh? Is that Brian Cashman's son? No. Is That'd be related? cool, though. Played baseball at Pace at him. Is he related? No. <clears throat> okay. What's next? Kyle or Stunad, you don't deserve a jersey. What's next? Last jersey hey, whoa, giveaway. Whoa, whoa. My turn. Fine, fuck it. Last jersey giveaway. Kevin Wiltz. Kevin Wiltsy, you're Call coming home with a jersey. Caller on last week's show. Congrats, Kevin. It's deserved. You called on the show, you come home with a jersey. Yeah. Writing these down. Now, to the concert slash game ticket oh, gift card. You got Jack Weber. Jack. Weber. He's there been a fan of the podcast from day one. The kid deserves it. And now, with our last giveaway, field level, Mets tickets. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Here we go. Here we go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Zach Merriam, which is actually, <laughs> he doesn't live any fucking where close to here. So we're going to have to figure something out. We'll give him a, well, so we, should we pick somebody else? No, no. He deserves a okay, gift, okay, okay. but we'll have to, we'll have to switch it up. Okay. 
congratulations guys who have been chosen um keep getting people to subscribe for us and you will keep getting prizes let's go <laughs> and uh for all those listening out there that video that we just recorded will be on we'll be instagram check it out multiple posts because it was about three and a half fucking minutes long we also will be on tiktok yes we will check uh, it out we can also out. we're also going to have debate on that we will have debate about on which this. one's going to be we will bigger. have sam player on the show no we won't yes we will we have we, i we mean will, we could no. i just don't think we it's will have cool. sam Palero, master marketer master marketer on the show to discuss why you guys should be on tiktok okay that's you it. gotta run this shit by me that's why i said like I, how the fuck am i supposed to know you know yeah, what i'm saying who the fuck cares I, I think I'd like to be briefed. Sounds I think good. I deserve that. Anyways, this is the second episode without a fantasy draft. It's because our third Paizan is not here. Three three Paizans need to be together to make a fantasy draft. We got two thirds here. Not going to cut it. Next week, no, next episode, we will have a fantasy draft for you. Until then, peace.